This is May 3rd at Insight Meditation Society interview discussion group with Sayada Utejaniya, Group B. Dhammanupassana. Oh. Is that, <coughs> that uh, kind of like Tara Brock's acronym of RAIN, recognize, accept, accept what the emotion is, investigate it, and have non acceptance of it? Non identification. Non identification. Uh, 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 <laughs> she wouldn't do that. Hmm? Yeah, I wouldn't quite know exactly what hers would be referring to. to uh, um, <coughs> sorry. Um, so he says, when we were at this stage of just investigating, we're, we're looking at what's happening, the feeling is like this, the, the physical sensation is like this, um, physical sensation increases, feeling increases like this. You know, when we're doing that, he said, we're just still at the first two. When you understand this is the mind, that's the third. When you understand the whole, understand as in you have an insight and um, you understand the nature of this relationship, that's Dhammanupasana. That's the fourth foundation. <coughs> if you are investigating the cause and effect relationship and seeing it, so the fourth um, foundation, Dhammanupasana is always at a stage, at a, it's in a state of insight. So you're understanding that things are nature, this is the cause, this is the effect, this is, you know, so when all these things are being understood is Dhammanupasana. And, and that is what's meant by taking the, the uh, mind as object? Ah, no. When when we said that, I think he just meant to, um, when there is pain, look at the mental reaction. That's what he meant. Yeah. Yeah. When we are doing Vedana Nupasana, the second... Um, Vedana actually arises in the mind. Vedana is a mental, um, 
function, but we're accessing it through uh, recognizing pleasant, unpleasant um, feelings, yeah, or neutral. Okay. Question number two. Um, if you did the um, contemplation of the hindrance of aversion, mm. what, what would be a shorthand answer for uh, why it arises, how you remove it, and how you, you prevent it? อืมดอดอชุระอคามะเรอตโตจุอภิเยสุยินะปาจองผิดเตปาจองอยัดเตปะโลโลตามะเลสุระอตโตจุอภิยะบาเลเรดอดอชุระอคามะเนี่ยผ
He says when there is no version. He says when there is no version or um uh version she was on Yampio Piame. When there's no version or attachment in the mind, he says, um, most of the time that's only when we have an insight. And, um, and when there's no version or attachment, no pulling or pushing, the mind is equanimous. When the mind is equanimous, it sees all experiences for what it is. And if we were also, because the mind is having an insight, if we were also in a state where the mind is also having an insight into reality, it's seeing the reality of things as they are, he says then all three, anicca, dukkha, or anatta, can be understood. So seeing that things are changing is one of the possibilities, because that's the sign of anicca. Do you ever direct your attention in Vipassana? So, no objects, we can, any object is. Um, you direct your attention when there's pain, right? When there's pain, right. you direct your attention to the version. Right. So, can you choose to direct that away? Mm, yes, when it's too much. ตัวเปียวเลยวิปัตตนามาเสกโกอายุงยุ้ยราชีลาชีลาลีรูปมานายดอดาอุจีเมนาราอุเปมะตวาอุตัวเอ่อเดียวเมื่อจิมุโลช
over the course of the retreat so far, to find out that um, you know, even after a fairly long practice, like close to 15 years and several retreats and <coughs> concentration retreats and you know, having the special effects of concentration, okay. to really see only for the first time now with this practice, like how full of aversion I am. And the like, mind is. No, no. I, I guess I like making analogies, and I came up with thinking like I'm the captain of the largest cruise ship of aversion ever. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also really, um, you know, greed and aversion in there for good measure, too. Um, and then I just wrote this last bit, or that's another observation down, because the other day when I paraphrased my own question, I felt like I mangled it a little bit, so I wanted to kind of make sure I got this right. Um, so after having awareness easily perceived for the first day or two, I then started to find it harder and harder. Sayadaw said to me in the last interview that this was greed at work. I could sense immediately that what he said was true, and I set out immediately to do something about that and try and see that more clearly. Instead, what I got was the next day or so filled with confusion, frustration, and anger. I just couldn't do it. I was a failure. It got quite intense to the point that, <coughs> like the gentleman over there, I found myself on the verge of sobbing, but unlike him, it was not out of a feeling of vast realization, but out of a feeling of defeat. I need to wear my glasses. I can't read my own ซังอาเนชิบิตุติยาอัตตาสิวิปัสสนาสกันเนยอัตตมัทสกันเนยอัตตมัทยาเอสเปเชียลลี่เฟคติยาโกลุงคาซาปิวิดีดีสกัมม
to call it the gap ballot or something. That whole crew they've been pretending to be good and faithful <laughs> and serving you well. Uh, 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 yeah, but they're very dangerous crew. <laughs> yeah. ไอ้ซัสเดจัสบีดัสแบ็กเนี่ยบีดัสแบ็กดาวน์โซเอออ่ะตัวโอ้บลูคาซาเลสตูชิปไปบลูคาเลยเอ่อตูตูชิปไป
work lies. So he says the crew will continue to do their work and you still do your work. You still have to read, right? Sail the ship. (laughs) He says, when you get to shore, then you'll change the crew. (laughs) Yes, for now, he says, just, just, um, Play it cool. <laughs> you don't want them to make you walk the plank. <laughs> yeah, the captain can't afford to be in the water. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of them. Yeah. He says when you get to shore, then you can report them to the police and get them all, <laughs> all rounded up. <laughs> and then a quick question on just finding the balance between, you know, I know in his books a lot he he asks questions like, are you are you practicing to get something are if you sit and want something to happen, it's most likely not going to happen. So how do you how do you find that balance between effort and not sitting expecting something to happen? You know, with with a with a with a goal oriented mind. Uh Sika Uti Jashiare, the Uti Jaka, the Dinanya Pipo, the D Pipo, the D Shibobo, Ero Dihanaku, Dametua Alumamu, to a dia, Sene Ion, Taku Suratu Mamu, Eratopolo di Taku Balance. I only say, young Shimiana, I don't pecum lower, Sibu, Lotina lower. What in a single The two are actually, um, when we see it clearly, actually almost mutually exclusive, I think, because the not trying to create and not trying to prevent is talking about the objects. You're not trying to create an object or an experience, and you're not trying to prevent an object or an experience. But the goal is awareness, which is immediate. You want to be aware. But aware of anything, you know? Um, Yeah, so... Yeah, he says it's like Yeah, he says so it's like say you see greed. You see greed. And greed is the object, he says you can't create or prevent greed. So you can't take greed and throw it away. Okay, so, but you call on the help of what you can, what will help you to deal with greed, which is awareness and right view and wisdom. And um, so the goal is always the very immediate awareness and and wisdom, because awareness and wisdom will eventually help you to um, overcome the crew. 
Questions probably uh, similar to his. I seem to be of two minds. My mind in the morning uh, it tends to be very tranquil. Mm -hmm. uh, I can uh, appear to have a lot of awareness. It's a, a relaxed uh, attention to the objects that are arising and passing away. Mm -hmm. And there appears to be the absence of greed and hatred. I think delusion is probably always there. <coughs> if I say it's not there, I'm probably being deluded. <laughs> but in, in the afternoon, my mind seems to shift radically. It's uh, all the tranquility and peace and uh, uh, in, inquiry that I was able to achieve in the morning. In the afternoon, it's almost as like if I'm starting with a totally different mind. It usually is, is very agitated. It has a lot of... Uh, Expectation, I think, of, of you know, of trying to return to the, the previous state. Mm. You know, it's setting up the an expectation that you know, we had this once before. Why can't we have it again? Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm trying to I'm trying to work with it without it becoming a uh, an institutionalized habit, if you will. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's starting to take on those characteristics. It's it's almost it's like routinely I come in from my my uh, job in the afternoon and sit down and the agitation starts. Okay. So and this happens on every retreat or just now? Uh, I think probably, I'm, I'm probably more aware of it now. And I think, I think some of what's inspiring it is the activity that is happening right after lunch. Because I'm, I'm a pot washer, so I'm, I'm active and physically active. Yes. So there's, you know, it's, I think it's, and in the morning I'm able to maintain a lot of, you know, quiet in the body. Um, quiet in the mind, yeah. you know, and, and be able to maintain a <coughs> degree of awareness through lunch. Mm. And then as I become more physically active, then the, the, the physical activity seems to imbue the whole, the, the body and the mind. It seems to go together. Right. So are you aware when you're washing the pots? Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. okay. And when you sit down, it's just like there's a lot of uh, agitation in the yes. body first? Yes. Yeah. Dua. Uh, ตุมะเนตไตอาถวยตุญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญญ
but he says the failure to recognize that after pot washing, the body having exerted itself, the body will have more sensations and, and you know, um, uh, and he says, but those are just objects as well. The body may not feel so quiet, but the awareness is still working. Mm-hmm. And the awareness knows this, the sensations of the body and all that. It's not, it doesn't need to be quiet. It just to know what is going on now. Body so, quiet, quiet, uh, yeah, so whether the body is quiet or not quiet, they're both objects. Mm-hmm. But when you don't accept an object, then the mind starts also churning. So the right view, so that you can accept the object for what it is. Yeah, so anytime it becomes hard to meditate, it's because the mind has a wrong attitude to, towards the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, he says with the right attitude, when the body is all like has exerted itself and then you go for a sit, for example, he says it even helps to quiet the mind to be aware of that because all the sensations are so strong, it's easy to be aware. There's no need to try very hard to be aware. And if, if all you do is a beak aware continuously, it quiets the mind really quickly. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Your lady needs to go. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, I generally he says you know when we when we are tired or sick unwell he says we get frustrated and we get frustrated because we can't do the things we usually do because the physically we're unable um, or find it harder and that brings up frustration but he says if we've been practicing a long time and we understand he says when we're sick or unwell or tired he says that's a time when the mind actually because when the mind has the right attitude that's a time when the mind easily gets samadhi because when you're unwell and tired the mind doesn't have the energy to um, exert outwardly so much. So it's easy to sit and, or, or I mean, just to be with, with yourself and, and the mind just goes inwards to itself, to its tiredness, to the state of body and mind and it calms the mind because it's so easy to know what's going on. When we're well, when we're well, he says, we have the energy, so we can still, you know, we're like, oh, we have to do this, we have to do that, we can be interested in doing, you know, we can be active, he says, but when we're unwell, we're just not interested in doing things, because we need to take care of ourselves. 
Many sittings, the stillness, the quiet time, you know, the, the relaxation, deep relax and quiet time, no thoughts. <coughs> um, and um, and I and I've realized more. I was mentioning today. I realized yesterday that momentum and continuity is so important, so beneficial. And suddenly the thought comes. You know, it's the effort, but then it's the faith and the confidence. You know, in trusting myself that I'll do it at this lifetime. <laughs> so um, that that you know um, that also during morning time I'm much more um, in shape. Um, the thing is that I have energy sitting and walking, but when I want to sleep, I can't sleep. I want to get up and sit. So so I don't sleep enough. So in the morning, you know, so I get a little tired. But what I want to ask in this... Um, Are you worried when, about not getting enough sleep? Uh, I usually don't many hours, but here I think it's much more. Um, you worry more about not getting enough sleep here? No, no. So you don't worry about getting enough no, sleep? No, I'm not worrying, because oh. it's, it's my lifestyle. I guess. Okay, okay. So when you want to get up, sit up and meditate, do you do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. Um, but, um, but definitely during the day then, if the afternoon, I get more tired. Mm-hmm. Um, what I want to know, if at that time when your mind is still, mm-hmm. do you ask what's happening? Do you want to ask the mind or you just let it be? Okay. Okay. Relax ပြတဲ့တမာဒီကောင်းတယ်အာအတွေးမရှိလို့သူပြောတယ်အာဒါမဲ့ဟိုဖုံးလို့ပဲသူကမနက်ကောင်းတယ်ရနေ့လက်သ
which is the the function of the mind that's virya where, where how is it working how is the the virya exerting itself yeah. yeah and what wisdoms are present at that time yeah what, when you're still then you'll start discovering things about them when the mind is quiet it can know both more subtle things and it can also know more deeply so you can ask yourself questions like so what else can I know about what's happening now um, is this all that I can know what else does the mind know yeah so um, the afternoon when I said I get tired um, I had there was discomfort in my abdomen after lunch. Mm. And um, I went walking, I came back, I sat, and it was there. And, and I thought, okay, and as I'm sitting, uh, I was very aware. And I, I thought, okay, mind, what's happening? What is it? And, well, it was the truth, right? I don't know if it's right, but I did it. <laughs> Impermanence. Um, cause effect. Uh, oh, natural phenomenon. Oh, rising passing. And my abdomen, as soon as I said that, I mean, this is unbelievable, but the abdomen went rising passing, <laughs> rising passing, but so deep that I was like hitting the chair. Visualization. And I thought, okay, okay, well, not self, you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And it did, it did, I mean, 20 minutes because it was till the end of the sitting, and it subsided, 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 and it was, so I didn't know like those impermanence, naming those as kind of concepts, Yeah. but I I just, you know, I knew there was no aversion, I know, it was just like, I stepped back, I said, okay, you know, you you clarify that, you know, (laughs) I stepped back, but it it was, and and I, didn't want to do anything, I just mm. let it happen. But that concept and thing is always like in my mind yeah. and I couldn't really grasp it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, when you use, when you don't use it, you know, because you want to actually see the nature of things. Yeah. You don't want to, but when you see nature, there's no picture. Hmm? When you see nature, there's no picture. Hmm. When you say this, you're actually seeing something like this, right? I'm feeling it. No, I'm just saying the feeling is like as if you're kneading a dough, you know, when yeah. you go up like this and you go like that. But I could feel it. I mean, it was so deep that it was like, not like even if I want to do it now, I can't do it. I can't do it, yeah. So now I'm a bit confused. <laughs> no, it's not that I'm seeing it. No, okay. no, no, I'm feeling That's what I said. It, it was hitting almost a chair <coughs> and going to my back. And I don't know if it's a kind of... That also sounds like a visualization to me. I don't know. I don't hear that so much. No? I, that's why I'm confused. Okay. What do you want to do? You don't want to do anything. 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 อันนี้สะดุขนั่นตัดตัวซึนซาแล้วตัวเอ่อ 
You mentioned not really understanding what concept means and when the mind is concepting and so on. So he he suggests that uh, you pay more attention to the awareness. Yeah. So when you are, whether you are walking or sitting or any other time, and you know you're aware of something, put your attention more on the awareness. Um, Then he says, Whatever you do, you will know the awareness is there as well. So and when you, when you were thinking about what to do, right? When you were having the discomfort and you were thinking, what should I do? And you need to use some tools. He says, never use anicca, dukkha, anatta as tools. Uh-huh. Yeah, because the mind doesn't understand them, so it will visualize what it thinks it is. Um, he says, when he says investigate, he means investigate the the current the current uh, phenomena the current experience of awareness and what it's aware of. So, in a way, when I did that, it didn't happen. When I said impermanence and all that. Yeah, it didn't happen, no. But when you use the word rising, falling, which your mind understands, then it did. So, my... So, when you say the awareness of the pain... I'm aware already of the pain, so what do I do? You want to know the awareness and you want to know the reaction of the mind towards the discomfort, towards the pain. I stayed with it. I stayed with it. I with said, oh, what? The discomfort, because I was with the He doesn't want you to stay with the discomfort. So what do I do? Look at the, the reaction of the mind towards the discomfort. That's what I'm saying. I don't have yeah, any stay reaction. Yeah, stay through the yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no aversion. Uh, no. Yeah. So, so continue to know, but always know both. Okay, so there is awareness, there is discomfort. Okay, you, you think there is no reaction, know that too. So know all three. So continuously noticing that there is awareness, there is the pain and your perception is there's no reaction. Mm-hmm. And, and keep knowing that continuously. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I want to know. It's uh-huh. not the experience whatever happened. Yeah. How to approach those. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's like different methods and mm-hmm. different ways of looking at it. That's why I want to know how we approach it. Yeah. So I've gotten really interested in looking at the defilements over these past few days and um, learning a lot and not getting judgmental or lost in them like 
Oh, craving goes like this, aversion goes like this, and moha goes like this, <laughs> right? Moha just puts wallpaper over whatever. And even seeing the moha just because, I don't know if it's wisdom or whatever, can sense that there's something there even though they can't see it. Mm. Say, oh, there's something there. And then, well, anyway. Um, so, but really focusing on five minutes just all day, you know, and then sometimes, it just investigating and asking questions and getting really, really interested. Um, and then sometimes just feeling that there's a lot of, that there's greed actually in all the questioning. Mm. The greed has entered into the, because I feel the leaning forward with it. Mm. So I said, okay, now there's greed there. So then just coming back, um, <coughs> to just the awareness of the body, you know, or just, you know, kind of not so much the investigation of the environments, mm -hmm. but just kind of an investigation of the body. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to start there? 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 Do ตัวอะไรตัวตาดีโลตัวอะไรมหาดีโลตัวอะไรมหาดีโลตัวอะไรเนาะมหาอ่ะเสร็จตัวตัวเลยตัวหน้ามาตัวพ่องทาเลยม
sit in an armchair and observe. Like, don't lean in to observe. Yeah. Um, this afternoon, it, I took a nap, and when I woke up, it was just anxiety, and I had this terrible taste in my mouth. I thought I had been like poisoned or something, <laughs> right? It was, but it was, and it's not usual for me to have experiences like that. Yeah. So I was, I was like, oh my god, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of spent an hour or two doing this, and you know, right view, you know, there are causes for this, you know, and it's just arising, you know, and it's just nature. Yeah. But, you know, it was just there, there, there. So I just continue thinking about it and think, okay, well, maybe the defilements, they're not like the aggregates, because I can see that they're different in nature from the aggregates. But Wait. Aggregates, defilements, hindrances. All hindrances are defilements? Yeah, yeah. Now, what are the aggregates? Let me try and remember. Aggregates are rupa, and then uh, perception, uh, consciousness, feeling, and sankhara, volition. And all the defilements are under sankhara. The the sankhara is not just one thing. Sankhara encompasses... Almost everything that happens in my mind. Yeah. Sankara is like a classification. Mm. Yeah, and all other things come under it. So wholesome and unwholesome come under Sankara. But then, like, I was kind of wondering if they're because in some ways they see they seem similar to um, the faculties, like sadha and virya. The faculties are wholesome qualities. All come under Sankara. Aha. Uh-huh. Right, so this is also what I was coming, what I was yeah. getting. Right, yeah. was this whole wow? They're like they're they're in the same class there, right? Yeah, that the faculties and the and the defilements they're they're of the same nature. Yeah, and then so I was thinking, well, yeah. Yeah. because I'm feeling so terrible now, and I've just been investigating using um the defilements as my object. Maybe I'll try to take some of the faculties as my object. Yeah, like sadha and panya, and mm. it was amazing you know like I started looking at sadha and then I started looking at panya and I was just I mean really you know that's really wonderful (laughs) (laughs) yes to see panya of course it's wonderful (laughs) but I wanted to make sure that um I, I was still using right view when I would go there right because I don't want to you know, I asked earlier on the first day about using metta. He said, well, it's not really about that here. So then I, when I was doing panya, it felt so good, it felt like metta. And I didn't know if I was cultivating panya or investigating panya at that point, because it was just, it was everything, right? So it was, I couldn't tell anymore whether it, this was still in line with the practice. Okay. Um, let me just tell you this first. To... เอ่อเนเลโนลาร่อเรอะแงไซตี้เนี่ยผิดบ่ประสาทแท้มาเนาะอย่าตาบายแล้วไม่ติอยู่เรอะตู่อ่ะอไสปะตอกทาแล้ว
Aku doi macam masa aku doji lo. Ya rabe. Usilah di ni mana pula. Ero tu cile le. Tadari, beria le, beri cile. Pinya cile cima. Oh, yang kau ni le, yang kau. Hotel ni tu mele le. Usilah mita tu lo yang malas. Usilah pula mita ni pombo mahuk di mana pita time tibo sura. Tapi pinya tu ni le cima tu. Eh time kanzar le. Yang kau kau ni kanzar musra. Dah le lo pombo lo pila tu cile le. Cima. You're not using the investigation of Panya to try and overcome the defilements. That was not your intention. Um, you're also just looking and acknowledging the wisdoms that are there, the Panya that is there, right? So you're not creating something. You're just acknowledging what is already there. Yes? So then, it's okay. So, so would it be then appropriate, like, it, it's felt appropriate to spend the last many days just kind of investigating the defilements. So is it appropriate to spend a similar amount of time investigating the faculties? <laughs> Who have you on there? Yeah, he has been telling us to do that. Yeah, Sheila. Yeah, Sheila. Awareness. Check, you know, investigating your awareness, investigating your effort, how the mind is doing its work, investigating what wisdom is present. Samadhi and Sadhana. When we know the spiritual faculties, when we know them, they become stronger. It strengthens them. To be fed by awareness. The power of awareness with wisdom is that when it knows something wholesome, the wholesome is strengthened. When it knows something unwholesome, it is weakened. The unwholesome is weakened. Wholesome is strengthened. It's magic. <laughs> so, are we really just talking about that we have these wholesome habit patterns, mm -hmm. um, the faculties, and we have these unwholesome habit patterns, the defilements, mm -hmm. and we're really just... That's kind of it, right? Like, I mean, I'm still trying to classify everything and, like, see into what, like, these things are, you know? But that's, that's all I can find, though, you know? Is, and these are just habit patterns, and we're trying to cultivate the good ones and look at the bad ones when they come. You want to see the cause-effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The things that we have uh, that are to be observed are limited. It's all in, within this mind-body um, continuum, right? Just uh, five aggregates and so on. But, um, but he said... Um, don't s <coughs> below pure alem. Don't search below pure alem. Looking for below it. Bow with sharan. Oh, because I have a teaching lesson. Some of you. Yeah. 
He says, even if you want to know cause and effect, he says, don't search for it. It's there. It's there in what you are seeing. So long as you're interested in knowing about it, that's what will be revealed to you. Just observe. Don't think. Just observe. It's hard to find the line between just the thinking because there's the investigation that's some thinking and yeah, yeah, there's, that's a, fine. there's a motor that's cranking there too with that yeah. and then knowing when to cut it off yeah so if you're um oh investigation lo ile se ka dao chi in le tu na le bo tu senza re yeah that's fine that's fine yeah that that does that tu ni tu do to say na mia ni no tu to ni ma yeah the mind will use its intellect that's it's fine it's the intellect low low is there like a greater? This is my last one. Then I'm sorry. Okay, to add to, not so many go and to chalu who have your mind. So, that's okay. Um, sometimes, you know, when I'm getting into these, I'm wondering if there's kind of like a greater um, essence to these, um, to the defilements and to the um, faculties than just that they're habit patterns. Like I try to find, like, oh, where did it come from? Like, okay, they can't. And reach back, 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 and seeing what its real nature is, and I can't see it. Insight. <laughs> <laughs> but like, is there a source? Like, is there a source of the defilements, and is there a source of the faculties from which? Because they're coming from something. Like, they're. <laughs> so where are they coming from? Bespale. <laughs> But the mind has no place, so you won't be able to find a base. Um, so don't think about place. Just know that they arise and they disappear. That's his nature, that it arises and passes away. We haven't been told that there's a place for there is why they arise, but not where they arise from. I mean, I don't mean to place so much. It's just it's, it's sometimes. Well, I'm Cesar, going, not, not like that, like that, like that. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't. don't, don't yeah, he says, observe what is happening in front of you as it comes. <laughs> Yeah. Don't, don't follow backwards. Don't dig in. Yeah, don't dig, he says. Yeah. So, but he says, if you are always present with what's happening now and you're looking... Yeah. Um, vipassana is not something that we can do personally. It happens when there is insight. And what we can do is enable insight to arise by... Um, laying the conditions for it and the condition is to be aware of the present moment as much as possible. Mm. He says the uh, main process is that when you are aware continuously the defilements decrease and when the defilements decrease Wisdom can 
search so hard. When he's very confounded by a problem, he plays his violin. Because squeezing the mind, he says, just makes it harder to get anything out of it. Because you're like squeezed tight. So basically, I need to chill out. Chill out. <laughs> awareness is something you, want, you have to do for, well, you get to do for always, forever. He says, and because you want to do it always, you don't want to be exhausted by it. Yeah. Yeah. He says our our destination or no, not destination, our, our goal is for insights to arise. But our work is to lay the foundation for insights to arise. And the foundation, he says, is he says the main like condition that will allow an insight to arise is when there is less defilement in the mind. And to do that, we have to be aware with right view. And in moments when there are less defilements, insight can arise. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Come Come to Chill out, Loma. Yes. Over there, for the last few days, I am. Um, I've been working on the department. Mm. He did that. And like him, like uh, he looking for the source of defilement. Mm. Looking for the defilement. Wait, wait, wait. Like wait, wait. Defilement, me and Ali. Yeah. Defilement, Chiru me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he says something that we must. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says something that we don't really realize because everybody is noticing so many defilements in the mind. He said, um, First of all, it's because there is better awareness that we notice the defilements in the mind. Um, but also, he says, what we don't realize is that because we see the defilements, the defilements are not growing unchecked in the mind. When they are seen, they're actually checked. And um, if we didn't see the defilements, then they would have the run of it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> If we see the defilements when they're very subtle, like when they're just beginning, then when we see them, they stop. When we see them, they stop. 
So when we see a lot of defilements, remember that it doesn't mean that the mind is developing a lot of defilements. It's it's that because we're seeing them now, these defilements are not going to run out of control in our minds. He always, uh, he's always kind of like, wow, you know, when the yogis see the defilements, he thinks it's good, good. The yogis don't think so, but he sees it as good because what he sees is the value of awareness, of the presence of awareness and and um, and right view. Because when awareness is there, he says those defilements are seen; they're not just running unchecked in the mind. <laughs> So he there was a so he gives an example of this. There was a yogi at the center and after the retreat was over, the yogi called home and asked the, the, the driver to come and pick her up. And the car was late. And the yogi started getting a bit angry. But because, you know, he had just been practicing, she looked at the mind and the anger went away. And then she was okay, you know, able to be reasonable about why the car might be late and so on. Um, and then she came and told Saito about it. And he pointed out to her, imagine if you had not been mindful, what would have happened? Yeah. Yeah. He says for the yogi, they watched the defilement, the defilement went away, and she thought <coughs> she had done her her meditation, you know, that was it. But he says, it's not done yet. What else is there? We don't see all the aspects that are contributing to that moment. That not only that she's aware and the de- defilement went away, but what she did see, that if she wasn't aware, the defilement would have gone on. She might have said something to the She might have carried her irritation all the way home. Then if she if something wasn't working out at home, she might have blasted someone. He says, so how much are we relieved of the suffering of the, that the defilements will, um, you know, uh, visit upon us um, because we are aware of them? that they are not allowed to run unchecked in the mind and express themselves. I don't know, I'm a demon chain to appeal. Not turning crank of samsara. Yeah. Yeah. He says, like, you know, the Buddha's relationship with his cousin, Devadatta, started like eons ago. Yeah. Every life he met the other, the the karmic conditioning. Even when they were son and father and son, he killed Tupeula. He killed his own son. Yeah, because of the karmic conditioning. 
Itu dia yang menunggu api. Ya, so dosa if it's not seen. Belau sila itu, belau tuan itu, belau sila itu. Tila itu mana? Tadi tala itu, tila itu, yang mana dia tuan? So the defilements can go very far, but because we see them, yes, we see them, and it can't go get worse. Oh, kau bawa dia malah, yang doktor ada kapil lagi dah. Tapi kalau tidak dia tidak akan ambil ni dah tu dia. He knows many people who get angry with someone and then they don't talk to them for the rest of their lives. That's that's the defilement. Tui dah tui dah buang dia. Every time they see the person, they they grow that unchecked in their minds. Tui dah berapa pasal ini dah dah tu. So just that that knowing of the defilement actually. Relieves us of so much of the effects of the defilement, and we don't know. So that's why he wants us to be really happy that we're seeing the defilements because they're do the awareness is doing us a huge favor. <laughs> so that's why he says, please appreciate. The presence of awareness. Yeah, I can't lie. Do explore lulu ya. I'm yah lulu don't yah this. When there is wisdom, he says there are so many points of view from which we can understand this one experience. He says you can experience, you can understand it from two angles, four angles, eight angles, sixteen angles. You know. Yeah, yeah. The bar what? The pet me na me. The pet him me. The the nature of wisdom is it always sees both sides. It never sees just one. One. It not only sees one aspect; it sees the other. It not only sees that this is happening; it sees if this is not happening, then what else would be happening? If it sees white, it can understand. If it sees white, it can understand black. If it sees the conditions, it will understand the effects. When it sees the effects, wisdom is always able to see both sides of the story. Okay. Yeah. Ah, because we are talking about defilements, he had to say that. He had to tell. To the class that um, the last few days I um, observed uh, how uh, awareness and uh, right view uh, detect, can detect uh, refinement, uh, can uh, abandon that, and how it can even prevent that to arise. It's a quite uh, great experience. And then I also see that how um, smart refinement is. Very smart and very sneaky. Know that uh, what what the, what we want and get right in like the the understanding to the observing is great. So I said, oh, it's very nice. Get some more awareness. Uh, you will get more in the understanding. Get some more. Give me that. And this is the the the. the the mind is off balance right away because they try to get some more awareness mm. to gain some more understanding yeah. mm. and it's become chaos. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and right there I understand Sayadaw's saying the only thing that you can get, you want and you can get is suffering. Yeah. <laughs> if you want, right you'll get it. Yeah. He says we will 
only get as much benefit as we know how to do, you know, work in the right way. Yeah, we don't get as much as we want to get. <coughs> he says, if we understand this very deeply, then the desire to get more out of the practice, he said, that doesn't come. Yeah. He says, when we don't understand this, he says, then every time we get a little bit, we want more. Yeah, that greed is a lot can't sneak in. <coughs> that's greed's that's what greed does, it looks into the future hoping. My question is it's not uh, the first time it's happened. This is like everything and that is always like this. Yeah. And only the understanding only the experience that we get and we remember that and it will be like less and less and less. Yeah. Can I can Yes, the more we learn this lesson, the more we will understand greed. Yes. I did have a good question here. I guess I'm confused about whether it's wisdom at work or is it just my chattering mind? What mind? I'm calm. chattering mind. Sorry? And if I sit well, I have a good time, I, I see a lot of uh, answer to my questions. I, you know, I always have it with me, or sometimes it just pop up. Mm. But I never have a, a, an answer. Yeah. But you know, when it's calm, yeah. I have the answer yeah. for my questions. Okay. And then, so, is that wisdom at work, or is it my, just my question? Sometimes Greek can also answer the question. <laughs> yeah, he says, so don't always believe the answers as well. Immediately <laughs> yeah. Particularly if you get quick answers, he says then you should be more wary of them. <laughs> Not like quick answers, but let's like say, like, okay, like coming here, not having a phone signal, not having. <laughs> yeah. He says, you know, if it was wisdom, you will feel it. You will know it's right. The mind will feel clear. It will feel clear, strong, right. And then I don't need to ask whether there'll be no wisdom or it's just. Oh, yeah, You can yeah. ask the question. You can ask, is this wisdom or something else? Yeah, you can ask. That's what my question right now is. Do you have any questions? Do you have any questions? He can't tell you because it depends on what's happening in your mind. He can't read your mind. <laughs> And it'll be different every time. He can only tell you possibilities. It could be this, it could be that. But you have to look in your own mind to see what's true. Yeah, I asked myself many times, I, I couldn't tell. Yeah, you know? If you can't tell, then it's not clear. Then there's, yeah. The fact that it's not clear shows it's not clear. <laughs> yeah. If there's no clarity, then there's some 
Wisdom is not biased. Wisdom sees things as they are. So it doesn't need to take sides. It keeps things in perspective. This is like this, this is like this, and this is so. That's it. Wisdom sees things as they are. Yeah. He says, I mean, so he can say, you know, don't just believe, but you must look inside. You must use your awareness and your wisdom. Keep observing to understand more. Yeah? Keep recognizing what's happening. Yeah, I, I, I look at the answer over and over and over, and I tell myself, yeah, that's, that's, that, that's, that, that it should be. I appeal. Taka, 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 ji, bro, do a elupitin. Elusinzare. No need to do that. That's not going to give you the. That's not going to tell you whether that's wisdom or not. Okay. Yeah, just be aware. Yeah, go back to awareness. ตะดีอลุปะเปียนลุปะตะบ่มาลุปะเปียนลุปะเนี่ยอืมเดี๋ยวมันเชิญครับโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอ
um, it must be about what we're experiencing, about the awareness, about the object. Then it's still connected to the meditation. Mm-hmm. That's why I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just ask a, a small question regarding to this. So whenever, like, um, uh, the practice is just uh, aware of what's going on right now in this moment. Mm-hmm. And if some rare nothing happens, the mind is like a stable subject. But if there's something like, uh, the mind will know that something happened, and then I always, what is it? What happened and uh, why it happened? Is it the way that, is it okay to, to do that? It should be yeah. Yeah, for example, he says something changed. You know, things usually happen this way and then it changes. And then you should ask, why is it different? Yeah, for example, you know, when you we say they have a good experience in the morning and in the afternoon it's not good anymore. Then they should check. When did it start changing? Why did it change? Yeah. Why? Why, you know, if there was a good momentum, why has it dropped? Yeah. 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 That's investigation. Sorry, and it's simple. Do we need to ask questions all the time, or only when the mind is curious about something? And the time when the mind is curious, you don't need to intentionally ask questions because the curious mind asks its own questions. Yeah, it comes by itself. Curiosity, she knows she question a little bit. Yeah, curiosity brings out its own questions. Yeah, when the mind is curious, and then question is automatic. That's fine. Naturally, but I don't know. It's not curious, it's just stable. Yeah. Do we need to ask questions? Yeah. Yes, no. I think I talked I just have a quick question from uh, the morning instructions from two days ago. Mm-hmm. I, got, I, I probably just either misheard it or misunderstood it, but it confused me. Because Saido was saying that there are... This morning instructions included two ways to approach objects. One was with simple awareness, which is what I've been trying to do without much success. And the other way, he said, was the better, easier way that made me perk right up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm ready for this. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But then what I heard was that it was with mindfulness and awareness. And I thought they were synonymous. I yes, they, they are the synonymous. So I think why is that? Maybe, maybe it was meant wisdom <coughs> and awareness? And, no, I think the whole thing... Who's your brother? The detail on the music. เดี๋ยวพี่รอตีล่ะอูซิเปียวอะดีนะมิวอะอายุนอกไลท์ตาเนี่ยเซ็กกูตีล่ะอือเข้าใจเนาะโอเคอายุบ่เปียวลงเล
There's one where he said that I think it refers to the other framework, but I'll tell you this one first. So the first one he said is um, where we are trying to not have the object disappear. That's one way of being aware. The other way of being aware is to not have the awareness disappear. Okay. Okay? Yeah, so that's one. The other one he's talked about is that there is... um, there are two phases in awareness, two phases. So the first phase is where we are simple awareness, where we are trying to be aware. So that's personal effort, he calls it. Yeah, so it's a... And then when that simple awareness gains momentum, it becomes natural awareness. So actually, that framework is under effort. So first we have to put in personal effort, and then later, when the awareness becomes natural, we don't we find we don't have to put in natural personal effort. The awareness seems to go on by itself. Yes, there is a wisdom arising there that, that is helping the awareness. And he said that at that time, wisdom can know the mindfulness to keep the momentum of it going. He has said. Yeah. This morning I remember he said um, that when we're trying to hold on to the object, it takes more effort, so it's more tiring. Yeah. And that just holding, just being with the awareness is, is less tiring. Less tiring. Yeah. More yeah. easier. Yeah. If I said mindfulness and awareness, uh, that would have been more floppy. So was it this morning? That, that two mornings ago. We talked about effort two mornings ago. We did talk about... Maybe it was the effort thing. The, the simple awareness where we put in effort and then the momentum so where we don't. Sense, so thank you very much. Okay. So thank you very much. Are you Yes. And I walk outside, and mm-hmm. when I walk inside, mm-hmm. <coughs> and when I do my yogi job. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been really nice. Mm-hmm. And I think I am undoing previously learned tendency to label things. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm just... So I, I see it happening, and I just stop. Mm-hmm. The second thing is, <coughs> I've realized that how I was doing sitting was not with awareness, was a lot of words. And so I kind of haven't been able to sit. (laughs) Part of it is a lot of times when I sit, I'm just nodding like crazy Mm -hmm. and falling asleep. But part of it is that (coughs) when I'm walking in transition or doing these awake, regular life activities, Mm -hmm. I can understand doing the awareness. You can understand. Can, yes. Yes. The third thing is, and this is confusing, and I'm not sure I can articulate this well, is that 
Um, I have thought some things that are influenced by another thought tradition that I was working in and thinking in yes. that I think is similar mm -hmm. to this. Mm -hmm. and, but I don't know if I'm missing something about how it's done here. Okay. And that relates to um, experiencing the immediate situations in the present mm -hmm. as they resonate or are parallel with situations in the past. So there are themes mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. are present. Mm -hmm. And I have become very aware of them mm -hmm. specifically mm -hmm. and I can see throughout my life situations where these patterns repeated and how they're repeating here. Mm -hmm. So when I have figured those things out, I'm not figuring them out the way everybody describes it. Okay. I'm kind of, I think I'm going back to the way I figured those out before I learned meditation. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if it's investigation or wisdom or insight. Mm -hmm. It seems like that to me. Mm -hmm. It has the characteristics mm -hmm. in terms of being able to look objectively at all <coughs> sides and when the realization comes, feeling the release, mm -hmm. all of that. Yeah. And basically, it's around other points of view besides mine. Mm -hmm. What facts do I know? What things are likely besides my point of view? Yes. So I don't know what to do with this too. What that is? Is yeah. it within this tradition? How does it fit? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number two. Uh, to Taina Apie, the Ditara, Pokanga, Lanshauta Road, a low low da road, Deliative, 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 ไทยตัวยังไงตะบาจองละเสาตัวอุปตบพอพอเอ้ยนวดตัวไทยน่ะตะดิชื่อล่ะหมดตัวสะกะลงมาตรงนี้ล่ะสะกะลิงเนี่
ตั้งไหนกูอ่ะออปินิเออร์ปาออปินิเออร์มันมีกูแบบเนี่ยเนี่ยอ่ะเนี่ยเนี่ยเนี่ยเนี่ยเนี่ยเนี่ยเนี่
now we're looking at things as nature, as impersonal, as something that's universal. Yes, the mind behaves in this way. So whether it was it's your mind or another person's mind, the mind would do the same thing if put through these same conditions and it had the same thought processes. Yeah? Um, but the way the we go about getting to understanding is not not so much well i hesitate <laughs> so there is awareness first there's awareness and not so much thinking of, of, about trying to f- solve a problem yeah so there's just awareness and then when things come up then the noticing of them and um and then the right view comes in that you know this is nature this is the mind the mind naturally knows the things the mind thinks about and all that and you know when it comes to an insight almost the same sort of understanding comes you know understanding about the patterns and and the causes and conditions and all that all that can come but without so much deliberate um actual thinking about it yeah so the change that i need to make in that part is I have to think more generally about human conditions, not, not thing. mine. And conditions that might be true for anybody. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no. How do I do it different? Okay. So I, I experience the violence, I experience aversion, yes. and stuff like that. Yes. And so... And he wants us to just merely acknowledge this is aversion this is nature and observe it manga ti posso se culo chana e te muda ti mi muda tu da mi ne muda tu da tu pini ne da wa mi ne muda da and if we can observe it yeah and if we observe it continuously you know when you observe and say aversion continuously he says aversion starts to decrease if you observe it continuously and the mind is not feeding it with thinking yeah so the mind is just simply being aware and aversion will slowly decrease but as you observe it you will also see all the things that the mind thinks and so on if you're able to watch the whole um that whole train of activity the whole process um and you see it over and over again there comes a time when the mind is able to understand something about that process or the mind or the nature of mind or the nature of thinking and how it it um you know <clears throat> brings about the the results that we experience so I'm staying with the emotions and the body experience baba experience observing yes and over time yes i will know enough information that I can that not you but the insight will come. Yes, the insight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess. Okay, Rodi, the say you can't move it, but if you Yeah, seeing as much as what happens, as much as we can about what's happening in the body, the the mind, the feelings, the emotions, the thoughts, and how they they 
ตัวตัวอาทุมวันนั้นเนี่ยโหตุมาตะแคกๆชื่อตัวตะตาตุตะตาโรตุอีเวเจ็ดตัวบาโรตุเปลี่ยนซုံซ้าเนี่ยเน
within a relationship within that measure of a partnership. Yeah, but look, do up your to visa she does so long to the dinner below Sasam let it a swim up here down low to are it to Boba Mare the Chitari Barry to Loma Pella be so brought to Nalala to H and it are at the Gaia Point Row wind down with Laura a chicken down with Laura to a Pella Babby's mother down with Laura and I thought you're a how to who ตัวอะทัชเมนต์ตรงนี้อะทัชเมนต์ก็อะสเวลลาวสกลงมาเปลี่ยนทางเนาะได้มั้ยเนี่ยอะทัชเมนต์ไปกว่าอย่างปีละ
There are these mind states that are actually opposites because they're wholesome versus unwholesome, but they're called near enemies. And so he's described too. There are other things like laziness and contentment. You know, so yeah, there's a com- compilation of them, but we I haven't been able to find it. <laughs> so it's very subtle, you know, and uh, if we're not alert, we can get tricked by the defilement, you know, Is into there thinking it's something wholesome. It's not a sutta actually. There's a Burmese sider who actually compiled a list of them. He he gathered it from different suttas, I think. And um he had the book before, I remember, but he has to find the book so that we can write it out. This is a uh, uh, this is a book. Someone is the author. Sayadaw. Sayadaw. Oh, he's not a Sayadaw. It's a it's a writer. He compiled it. So, in my experience in, of this particular relationship, having taken everything else out, is very different. It has much more clear boundaries. And so I don't know if that's more of kind of the, the wisdom mind or more of that, <coughs> the clarity. But I find that the, the boundaries make it very different. It doesn't have that same attachment as previous relationships have had. It has more of a, an, a clear understanding and not a... Um, not a reliance. Oh. โอเคเนี่ยดัชนีนี้เป็นเอ็กซ์เปคเตชั่นอะไรอย่างเงี้ยโอเคตัวดีตัวกูชื่อเรื่องนี้ซะเนี่ยตัวอาซากเรียเร
So the last two days, I haven't had a lot of sleep. And How I'm much five, sleep have you had? How much? Maybe a couple hours the previous night, last night, um, maybe maybe three or four. But the um, but when there's um, when I'm awake, mm -hmm. I start practicing again, investigating, and the. Um, Do you feel tired? Well, <laughs> I'll get to that. Okay. Um, so when I'm but so in the middle of the night for like two or three hours. You know, I thought, okay, I'm, I'm wired. My, the body's relaxed, but the mind is, you know, it's almost like a shot of caffeine. Mm. Almost like the PTL I was describing before, yeah. the, um, the sensation is just so intense. It's almost like it's in my brain. Mm. And um, so it's okay, let's practice. Let's investigate. Let's, and in a sense, um, it's easier because um, that... Um, you know, the awareness of awareness feeling, mm. that figure grand reversal is is real clear. Yeah. And it's, you stay with that mm. and that objectivity. Yeah. Um, and it's easier to investigate the thoughts yeah. because you're um, partly in that, I think it's called the hypnagogic state, which is sort of like the border between <laughs> between waking and sleeping. Okay. Where sort of almost like a, like you're almost seeing a dream state, sort of, or yeah, starting yeah. to form. Okay. Like the, um, you know, the visual images are just starting to form, sort of, there's like the pixels just kind of form. Mm -hmm. And the, um, the verbal thinking is, um, it's like a TV set in another room. Mm -hmm. You can just m barely make it out what the, mm -hmm. what the words are, what sort of a sentence. Mm. And clear understanding that those are not me, mm. and so that's that's you know an insight there I think. So there's a, there's investigation at night, and um, but then in today's sit at eight fifteen, it just hit me that it was like total exhaustion, mm. and just fighting everything I could just just <coughs> you know meditate, um, and so I went back and. Realize, okay, this is there's too much of something, even though there's there's a lot of benefit to what I've been doing, the investigation, you know. Um, and, and so I was partly I was thinking, okay, this I just got to deal with it. This is you know, I've heard that yogis will do this; they, they can go without sleep for a while, and as long as they're progressing. Um, but then with this exhaustion, it really is obvious, you know, this is not working too much. Did you take a nap? Yeah, I did. Today I did. Um, so wisdom came in. Well, just obvious intelligence and discernment. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. The cuckoo, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm very curious now. <laughs> you know. I'm almost done. Let me just okay. say this. Okay. So I went back and um, I thought of the seven factors of enlightenment and looked at them and um, remembered Saido's presentation of them with being... Um, three of them are causes, mm -hmm. three of them are results, right. and then I really like that approach. Yeah. You know, the three causes are Tamavakai investigation and Viriya. What's that? Vichaya. Oh. Thanks for realizing that. Okay, I'll just say investigation. Yeah. Um, and then energy, and then um, PT, or curiosity, um, you know, interest, that kind of thing. And so I like that approach, and that's one of the things I like about his teachings. But I went back and 
kind of looked at it the or thought of the traditional interpretation, which is those three are rousing and the other three are calming. Yeah. And I just realized that's the issue, is those three that I've been focusing on, emphasizing and practicing, those are all arousing. Yeah. And so by the time of night, it's, I mean, it's, it's so, I'm so aroused, yeah. you know, but then the brain just can't take any more than the, you know, so, so and then I looked at what's neutral is mindfulness. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. the understanding today is like, my practice now should just be the awareness. Okay. And no more investigation. Yeah. But, but I'm getting so much out of it though. Yeah. So, so anyway, I, I think that's the understanding. Yeah. yeah. ตัวอินเวสติเกชั่นนี่ตาลงเลยเนี่ยเออเนี่ยเราตัวอ่ะอาศิวะซาเลยตัดมาเลยโหเราตัดเลยเนี่ยตาอาศิวะซาเลยโ
Yes. Are we going to have talk, like another session and we'll ask another question? Be yes, able to do yes. That? Okay. You can ask another question now if you want. Well, it's... Um, your experience has taught you. So you've learned from your experience. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get lots of experiences <laughs> into the rest of your life and learn lots of more le new lessons. And, yeah. He says it's really good to make mistakes because we can learn from them. Right. He yeah. says the way to get to the way to get to the middle way. <laughs> to say that way. The way to get to the middle way is to experience the extremes. We have to have Although we consider the extremes to be defilements and unwholesome, he says um, ultimately he says you have to go go through the the, the experience of the extremes to understand how to get to the middle way. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yes. Come on. Yeah. Good. So, um, so the other question is, you know, very different. Um, so I know Saidal was a householder before he became a monastic. Mm. And um, the, there's, there's an um, initial interest before was more learning understanding. I mentioned the scientific interest. Um, and with, through this process, there's a more of an interest in purification. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm wondering, um, I might regret what Sidehouse says here, but um, would he suggest if someone is able to, um, to um, Practice renunciation, sense restraint, um, to the extent they're able to back home. And we have, you know, entertainment. Mm -hmm. We have, as a non-monastic, we can enjoy sexuality. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's music, those kinds of things. So would Saido recommend to progress mm -hmm. on this path as much as we can? Would he recommend that if we're able to, without harming relationships, mm. to behave as a monastic? Hmm? Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> เออแต่แม้อุเซียอีมานี่ด้วยเออคนละเปลือกตะยะเนี่ยอุสังอ่ะอองโลตะติสวยเมียอ่ะตะมาโลโลตะมิตะตะจิตะโลโลตะติสิ
When we do things that we shouldn't do, he says, and when we, so that, that's the, the usefulness of the language. Yeah. When we uh, do what we shouldn't do, um, so that's the sila, right? He says, we can still make the mistake, but he says, with mindfulness, we will see the effects. And he says, it just, it might, we might think it slows down practice, but it might be something we need to learn, right? Um, and when we don't do the things we should do, same result, same thing. He says, you will see the result. There are things that we should do. And he says, the sila sort of boils, boils down, like summarizes the, what we should do and what we shouldn't do. And when you know your own mind, you're watching it constantly, the mind starts to understand for itself. It, yes, this is, not, this is not helpful, this is helpful, you know. This, yeah. The mind will tell you, the wisdom will tell you. I said, you said that you might regret his answer, but he says, no way. <laughs> Actually, I was kind of almost part of thinking, you know, I want to do this extra. He said, not forcefully. Let yeah. wisdom find its way. Okay. Yeah. I just want to express my gratitude. Yeah. Okay, see you next time. <laughs> next to China. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.